This is Tracy Napolitano, Executive Director of the New Orleans Bourbon Festival, presented by Beam Suntory and Four Roses, inviting you to join us August 18th to the 21st at the Contemporary Arts Center in Hilton Riverside in downtown New Orleans. Interact with some of the most renowned distillers, restaurants, and speakers in the bourbon industry. For more information on our grand tasting and seminar series and how to purchase tickets, visit NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. The fourth annual New Orleans Bourbon Festival, August 18th through the 21st, benefiting Kids Can Nola. New Orleans Bourbon Festival is a 21 and over event. Please drink responsibly. Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers distilled a new nation and brought forth bourbon, the water of life. So grab a glass and join Paul, AJ, and JC on another episode of Bourbon with Friends. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. Tonight is a really fun episode for us because this is the first guest who has been on here twice. That isn't named Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy doesn't catch. She's our friend. Uh, so tonight we welcome back uh, Ed Balfour. Um, and this time we have his son, Dane. Guys, welcome and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us again, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, the, for, having the, us, guys. thanks for sending us more bourbon to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it's it's the trick. It's like the the whiskey shows up and then you show up on a show again. It's weird how that works, isn't it? <laughs> all the whiskey. It's it's all right because we know all the secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was funny was is that you guys posted something on your Instagram the other day because it looks like there's a, a a new rye coming out. That was te- a teaser. And JC saw it and he's like, shit, we're going to have them on like twice in the next month. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> JC's over here like, I thought we were friends. I need, I need, the, ride. I need the ride. There's a ride they're holding out on us. <laughs> so we're, we got we're a couple t- aces up our sleeves. We're holding out for everybody to get a little excitable about later on. We, we won't lie about that. There's some secrets coming out here. <laughs> oh, I like that. So I like that. Yeah. So give us a little bit of a of an update of where things are kind of in the last year for everybody, because the interesting thing we were talking about this before we recorded was how everyone that comes over be, and and tries this is very it's very unique, right? It's such a good tasty whiskey. It's got a lot of different flavor notes. It's not going to be your normal type of, of bourbon that you're trying. And so really curious to see how the brand's doing and, and kind of, you know, what you guys have coming up next. Yeah. Do you yeah, want to so, rock and roll that one? Uh, well, we can share. Um, we're in um, right around 15 states now. By the end of the year, we should be in 21. Awesome. Is our, is our hope. Um, you know, we. Uh, Signed a nice deal with uh, Republic in California and Florida. So we're looking forward to, to get into those states. Uh, New York and New Jersey will be coming, uh, soon too. So we're, we're uh, fortunate and lucky that we're in those great states. Um, you know, Texas, obviously where we're from has been doing great for us. Uh, we just had a, an awesome time in, um, Michigan, uh, uh, which was a little bit surprising for us because I was never a Red Wing. I was a Blackhawk, and they hated the the Blackhawks so much. I didn't know how we were going to do in Michigan, but we got a good connection in Michigan. Uh, Dane was born there. Uh, I started my career there, played my first game at the Joe Louis uh, Arena, and also won the NCAA at the Joe Louis Arena. So it, there you it, go. Proved, it proved pretty well that Michigan, uh, you know, could put away their uh, hate for the Blackhawk alumni, and then they came out uh, in groves to see us, and that was very fun. And, uh, we were in South Carolina, which did great too. Um, we're excited about all the states we're in and, and we look forward to getting out to seeing people. Uh, we're in the process right now of, uh, 
finalizing a piece of land here in Texas where we're going to build our distillery. Hopefully that'll be uh, finished up within the next uh, two and a half years. And uh, we look forward to having that grand opening uh, in Texas here and um, excited about that project and working on it hard uh, every day. Awesome. That's awesome. Cause I know you had touched on that a little last year. So it's really cool to see that that's moving yeah, forward. I think you were looking for looking in a couple of different places last time. So good to hear you finally found something, you know, that works for you. Yeah. And I can't yeah, wait we to got go to Texas. Down. Uh, really excited about uh, the spot we're going to be. It's going to be in the hill country, a uh, little teaser there. Um, you know, it's a great, great place here in Texas, uh, you know, full of wineries, breweries and, and distilleries. So we're, we'll be in a great part of Texas, uh, a lot of tourism, and, and it's a beautiful part of the country. Uh, uh, we won our first uh, double golds uh, this year, so we're really excited about that. Um, and, and of special course, edition straight ride, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's the special course. edition. Yeah, the special it, edition straight it's, ride. It's rye. <laughs> yeah, we're rye guys. Yeah. Oh, guys. look. And JC's just like, I'm coming to Texas so fast. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That bottle is special to, to my heart too, because uh, we designed that bottle all around, uh, you know, my alma, alma mater, uh, the University of North Dakota Fighting Sioux, where I started my college career in '86, '87. Won the NCAA there, so it's it's for all my Sioux teammates and the Sioux fans. So awesome! Uh, how fitting that we won a double gold. <laughs> Amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I, so I know last time also we had talked. You had had the the special commemorative uh, bottles that you had had for your teammates from the '99 team and some of the ones in Canada. Have you been able to get them those yet? Not the ones from Canada. The border's mm. still closed, uh, unfortunately. Uh, you know, we I can't even go home and visit mom and dad. I haven't seen them going on two years now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's sad, and um, you know, just trying to be patient with that. Hopefully, they they open the borders later this year and uh we can get up there and see my my parents dane and reagan's grandparents and, and adler's grandparents uh, then we can hopefully uh, start bringing the, the whiskey to canada and uh, you know do some special uh hopefully get together with some of my teammates that we still have those bottles for awesome nice. that's 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 great hopefully hey we're at the tail end of it when we first talked last year I don't think any of us knew what was going to happen. Yeah, you know, we had no idea yeah. at that point where any of this would be. <clears throat> we were just doing Zooms and trying. <laughs> oh, I was talking about COVID. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why we did the Zoom thing. Just to- so, so Dane, we haven't we haven't had you on before. Give us a little bit. We've you know we've kind of heard about your involvement from your daddy. He told us some really cool stories last time. Just kind of tell walk us through you know what your journey's been like you know into the whiskey world and and this whole tr- journey for yourself. Sure, sure, guys. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, uh, well, Dad and I, as you guys know, uh, lo- love the game of hockey. And uh, um, the entire time we were uh, on our pursuit to, to being the best we could be on the ice, uh, we always enjoyed our times off the ice, uh, warming ourselves up with some fire water. Oh, my God. Stitch. <laughs> yeah, he's coming for the back. hey come here get out of here. <laughs> he's ready to go look at this hey get out of here get out of here I love I'm it I'm telling you right now he's so frisky for this damn whiskey boys I'll tell you. that sounds like a new that bottle was, he just dropped <laughs> the gloves right at hey, you hey you want to go here bud I'm ready oh, to go I'm totally here man wow but, um, I'm sorry about that guys oh, that's, that's, that's hilarious Put them um, in the penalty box. Just <laughs> lock, lock them away. Two minutes for roughing, bro. Come on. <laughs> here, 
<laughs> but uh, uh, my involvement, uh, you know, I've always had a had a love for for the spirits industry. Uh, when I started getting a little bit older, um, and I, I was playing junior hockey. I was and I was a twenty year old uh, um, overager, you know, uh, playing junior hockey, and uh, which led me to become a twenty one year old freshman at Nebraska Omaha. And well. I mean, I was a 21-year-old freshman, guys. Let's be honest. I I, I got my priorities uh, straight pretty quick. Got in all the right bars and the nightclubs, and I was like, "Oh my God, I love I, I love you know spirits in general." Like I had no idea what what any of it was, and uh, right. and uh, I had rums, casachas, you know, tequilas, single malts, bourbons, rye. I, I had it all for the for the pickings, and uh, and I just really took a love to single malt. And uh, it was Glenn Morangi, Levitt, and okay. uh, Glenn Fiddick, uh, all eight teams that I, I started comparing and contrasting. Right. And that just drove my curiosity to try everything. And um, I, I actually, uh, I, I wrote a paper for my English Composition 2 class about the business of alcohol um, when I was 24. And, you know, then I pursued the, the rest of my career professionally, went over to play uh, one year in Sweden came home and I'm like, you know, dad, I really love, you know, I, I really love, you know, whiskey and, you know, overall liquors and spirits in general. I mean, I think we, we could get into this and it would be really cool. And, you know, dad, nobody researched and, de- and develops anything better than dad. I don't care who you are. It, it, he's just that focused on everything. And that's why he's a Hall of Famer. Right. So, of course, you know, he went through the nines uh, on making sure that that if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And uh, we're going to go all the way, you know, do it all the way. We don't, we don't half-ass anything. And, and, uh, and that, that's the lesson that I, I had always been taught from, from my father, from dad. And, and uh, one thing led to another, which led to those 30 or 40 bottles of damn whiskey we ended up drinking and, you know, getting twisted pretty, pretty good there. <laughs> but we it's knew a we rough had weekend, something. right? It was fun, you know? So it's R and D it's research and development. <laughs> yeah. The reason the R and D was, was probably the most intense that we've ever gone through. Um, you know, there have been days, you know, going back and forth with different profiles and, and, uh, different mash bills on what we really want to go into. And, and, you know, it led dad to trying out eight different Cooperages to figure out which Cooper we have the best kind of connection with who's going to give us the right char and toast level, which right. ultimately gives us that the 60% of the matured flavor profile that's directly coming from dad's interaction with the Coopers and, and his R and D on just Oak. So it was, it was, uh, it was inevitable. You know, when, when we both looked at each other, you're like, yeah, are we doing this? Yeah. I mean, we're going all the way we're doing it, you know? So yeah. that's a little very bit underestimated. of what we got yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, guys. It's been a, it's been a journey. What, what's real cool about your all story is, you know, a lot of people in your position will just source whiskey, and you guys are taking it all the way from not just sourcing whiskey to making it. You know, you're kind of taking that whole step and doing this whole thing, which is really cool. And look, no one's knocking people for sourcing whiskey. It's a shit business plan if you're just like, oh, I'm going to build a distillery and not have anything on the shelf for four years, right? That's terrible. <laughs> Completely. So, so everybody understands that, but it, it's cool that you're like bringing this whole story through 
you know, to completion. It's going to be really fun because I know once it's built, we're definitely going to come down and see it. Yeah. Uh, I, and J- I don't need an excuse to go to Texas. When, yeah. Just- <laughs> JC, Texas JC is a super happy dude, too. Like, we don't even understand it. Like, he looks at the sky. He's like, why is it so blue and big? And we're like, dude, it's a blue sky. It's been big for your whole life. He's like, not in Texas. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's different. Star shine there. bright, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I sung that song so much, and they yes, just looked at me. <laughs> I was like, it's so it's, true, guys. There's something there's something beautiful about Texas nights, and you know uh, the stars out here in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Um, you know, and having a glass of bourbon or rye whiskey on those evenings, and a nice stogie, and you're hanging out with with the, you know your 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 parents and and you know your sister and your family and all your friends, and you got the green egg going, and you got brisket going, and you got venison, and you got elk going, and I mean, it, it's, it's the life out here, guys. Texas is a, is a really special place. Uh, um, dad moved here in 97 and I was, uh, I mean, I, I was born in 89. So, uh, I mean, I was still in single digits back then. And, uh, I, I never thought that, and I just told him on the phone the other day, I never thought I'd land here in Texas, but, uh, I'm, I'm damn proud to be here. Um, it's one of the best states I've ever spent time in. My little brother's here. My sister's here. My dad's here all of our hunting buddies and, you know, all of our, of course, uh, whiskey drinking buddies and, and, and our car buddies are all down here. So it's a good place to be. I'm going to book a flight. Hold on. JC's <laughs> like, like, do you have room for another friend? Cause I'm coming. I can cook some steaks. I can help yeah. out. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, so the other part that that's really interesting, cause you say that, right? Like the, the parties and stuff, it's been, it's been this interesting thing too, from our, from ours because your 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 whiskey is so unique and we touched on the, about this a little bit before too uh before the show started was when when people come over we've been and we're out well, it was really funny and this is a really funny part we thought we were out of of most of the stuff that we had had from texas no jc's ass was hiding it in the bedroom yeah so <laughs> so nobody had it so like we would we will you know everybody that comes over for the most part is is whiskey tasters we do this a lot with different stuff when we get something new or unique um but what what has been really interesting is because of the, the barrels you all use and kind of the process and the unique flavor profile that you guys have, we've been giving all these people blind tastes and things like that. And they would always come in. The number one thing they always like is I like this. And then the second thing was, wow, it tastes like blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, you know, it just depends on the person, whether it's peanuts, peanut butter, chocolate, peppers, yeah. pepper, and you know, all the, it just depended on the person. Jalapenos. jalapenos yeah. Just, just, I get jalapeno, some jalapeno spice, which makes it super unique. And I like it, but on the back end, I, it's almost like peanuts to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like this, it's this spicy smoothness that I'm, I get. So it's been really cool at our parties, sharing your whiskey with people and getting them to kind of, be a part of your whiskey family in a sense and what you guys are doing. And they're, you know, they're excited. And there's a lot of people that when you, when you get to Kentucky that are going to be really excited to try this because we've talked about it. So GD much to finally be like, Hey, look, yeah. we got, we're good. We got to bring this. But I, mean, I can't just like- wait to get to Kentucky. You know, that's, we spent quite a bit of time there. Uh, you know, we went to moonshine <laughs> university and learned a lot about the business, met a lot of, wonderful people in the business that still help us to this day. And, um, you know, we, uh, did a lot of the, you know, the bourbon, um, you know, tour and stuff like that. And, and, the the bourbon trail, you know, we, we try to learn as much as we could from, from Kentucky. And, you know, we, we sure uh, are thankful for that. And, uh, we almost ended up in Kentucky too. So, you know, we have a lot of thanks there in Kentucky and we can't wait to, 
get our products on the shelves there. Oh, definitely. I can't wait for it to be easier to find. Let's port then. All right. So let's try this new thing that we've got. Um, So we were really excited. um, You know, when Liz Elizabeth reached out to us, Um, this is the small batch straight bourbon whiskey that you guys put out. Um, And we are going to, this is not the first time we've tried it guys. We lied. We got it. We couldn't help ourselves. It doesn't usually happen, but we've had their stuff before. We knew it was good. We were like, and we had just enough whiskey the rest of the time. The bottle stared at us. We're like, shoot, we're drinking it. Here we go. We took one little pour, put it away. And we were like, Okay, we have to save this for the podcast. Yes. So we're going to... It's tough, it's tough to put it down, guys. That, that's that's something that Dad and I really pride ourselves, uh, you know, our whole family, our corporate family. We really pride ourselves on that. And that's something that we 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 uh, we asked ourselves, hey, you know, Dad, or hey, Dane, you know, I know this tastes great. You know, this tastes great. Which one can you drink all night long? And right. And that's really really something that we pride ourselves on because, you know, some of them are just too strong. Some of them are a little bit too forward aromatically or just too, too powerful on alcohol proof notes or, or, or whatever it is, it's too sweet for you. You know, we try to find the balance in everything and we try to try to find the, Oh, I didn't even realize I grabbed the bottle again and poured my second or third or fourth. Yeah, one. Absolutely. We want you to have that fun, you know? Yeah. So what I think unique about this one is I get, and it's different. And, and this is the cool thing, the real cool thing I think you guys are all doing. Your flavor profiles are all over the place. And I think that's unique. I hate places that you can just taste. You can just go, oh, it's this, it's that, it's this. And and it's cool over the last year that we've been finding is a lot of these smaller craft places or brands are really pushing the envelope like you guys. And, and you're getting these unique things. So I'm getting like vanilla, like crazy, yeah. but like a peppery vanilla. Right with a with that, and it's. I guess we got to say it's a Texas hug then, because they're from Texas, not Kentucky. So it's not a Kentucky hug. I mean, I mean, I mean they, they they learned it from here. It's a Kentucky hug still. They can't. Texas can't have everything. <laughs> Hush your mouth. Yes, they can. But this is this is one, and I even when we tried it the first time, that it really gets your palate going because there's so much kind of going on there, and and it and it's not that it shocks it. It's just it's different where it's not what you're used to and you have to actually sit and focus for a minute because it's so good and you want to pick all the flavor notes out of it. And it's definitely a sweet, sweeter too. So it's easy to, like you said, one of those is it, it'd be in trouble sitting on a back porch with like a good cigar. You all of a sudden you're just sitting there. Oh yeah, yeah boys. That's the exactly yeah, intended to have it happen with everyone. It's, it's, a it's just front. What was that dad? I was just saying it's got it's got a lot of character to it, a lot of complexity. Uh it's a hundred point five proof. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we spent a lot of time on this product here. We uh, did a lot of taste testing and you know, we wanted to make sure that when we came up with our first small batch that we you know, we were all very happy with it and um you know, I, I'd say we probably spent the better part of six months trying to perfect it. So um, I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, you you guys did a great job with this. It's it's JC's over here. Just I can see his brain working. This is going to be good. I, I can't. No, I'm just, these I'm are just the things good. I like when his brain starts going. I don't get a lot of oak, but I get like a pipe. No. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Almost like the sweetness from like pipe tobacco, like the, yeah. that sweet aromatic 
flavor. You know how like, when you first light the pipe? Not yeah, 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 not yeah, the yeah, yeah, pipe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that now. I, I see that. I get more of that. So, so for me, guys, you know, um, I, I love I love hearing the three different perspectives, and this is something that isn't talked about regularly in this category. <laughs> you know, there's really no such thing as bad whiskey. There's Correct. better whiskey for you. And yep. everyone's palate is so uniquely different to, to themselves. And what it really does is it just allows, you know, the eye of the beholder, the drinker to figure out whether they, you know, whether he or she is enjoying this or not. And it, it should entice them to be more curious about other things similar and different. And this is where the comparison and contrasting game goes just freaking down the rabbit hole like you wouldn't believe because you can get these wonderful com- you know conversations started with folks who are bridging the gap from you know clear spirits to age spirits or right. coming over from the single malt game into the bourbon game or you know because rye guys I think like single malt more naturally than bourbon guys like single malt and but then bourbon guys don't necessarily love the rye because i don't think they've ever had a rye that's so balanced so then they'll lean to trying something maybe in the brandy and the cognac try uh, uh, side of things because it's a little bit sweeter like bourbon so i just think it it, it kickstarts such a conversation and it really expresses the drinker his or herself right i agree yeah and i think it, it's good talking to people that aren't from the same area like we all grew up in we're all in Kentucky, but we grew up in three drastically different places. Um, sure. So some of the notes I'll get, people are like, what do you mean? It's like walking into a tobacco barn and taking a deep breath. I'm like, well, I work tobacco. That was around. <laughs> I got a mouthful of red man going on here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, this is it's it's almost got a black pepper finish at the end. It's, there's it, yeah, it's yeah, vanilla, I see it. I, the, yeah, super sweet on the front, and then has that little spice kick it, at the back that I'm yeah, loving right now. Super sweet with vanillas and kind of caramels on the front, and then it mellows out, and there's like a little something on the back. I was gonna say, I almost get oak, but I don't. What's the mash bill on this? Can you say? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, Dad. You want to share that one? Well, you go ahead, one. So. This is a 60, 30, 10, 60 corn, 30 wheat, 10 malted barley. So this is the same mash bill that we use for our Texas pecan bourbon whiskey. Okay. However, the difference is, is obviously proof points. And the difference is obviously the barrel selection, the barrel preparation mm-hmm. and the barrel entry points. I mean, th- there, there's just so many variables that go into giving you a different matured product over time. And of course, the blend is so uniquely specific to what we did to develop this type of flavor profile for me. You know, I I love that I'm here in vanilla because one of the first things I slapped on the table for us is like, Oh my God, this is vanilla root beer for me with, with honeysuckle body and a nice, like subtle smoky on the back. And, and if you guys actually put a couple drops of water in it, incredibly back end becomes smoky, but, peaty smoky like a single malt oh we're trying this now and and it, it, it is or you add an ice cube to it it'll do the same thing yeah yeah we're yeah fancy absolutely guy, did. yeah so i mean this is exactly what we're talking about again guys you know the beauty is in the eye of the beholder and you know if you want to drink it right at 100.5 proof 
keep it right there. But if you want to throw a big cube or a big sphere on it and chill it down, by all means, you'll see how much that endothermic reaction is just changing the game oh, wow. on aromatics and palatability. It does. I'm good. It almost makes it a different whiskey. And I mean, that's, that's why we're all in this. I mean, hey, what are we going to do amazing. next? It's, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> I noticed it got it, it got really smoky when when we did that. Yeah, yeah. we haven't even that's, toyed around with the cocktails yeah. on this. Like, I mean, I think Scotch we're going to find my... some really unique cocktails with our small batch here, guys. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. this is. Isla Scotch is one of my favorite types of Scotch, and you're telling me it's going to taste like peat and smoke. Now I'm just like, yeah, I got it. on the back end, it's got a little of that peaty smokiness to it. We actually, I actually had this conversation. I saw this in, in a bourbon group, and people were knocking people who do flavor notes. And look, I get it. There's some people who do it snobbishly, but then there's people like like what we're talking about. All, all you know, all of us here, all five of us, that you get things differently and you pick up on notes because you have that conversation. You know, it's just like Jay, you know, JC saying like, I'm getting this. And then he said, you know, the tobacco and I'm like, oh, I, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm getting Absolutely. that I couldn't put my nose on. And that's, what's great about having a, you know, a whiskey with anybody that you have a good relationship with. Cause you find these new things and it makes them more enjoyable. Yeah. I would have really had honest discussions. Yeah. And I'm glad that now I know the mash bill cause there was a flavor I couldn't pick out. But now that you say it's a heavy wheat, that makes more sense now. I get Absolutely. that almost like a hay grass note that I was like, eh, maybe. Well, no. Well, that's what I was going to say with this that it gets a little smokier, but it's got that. And I say this and it's not a bad thing, um, but it's got a grassy, bittery note with the that's, smokiness now. Yes. That's the wheat. It came out a lot more in the water with, with a few you. drops in there. Yeah, that's the wheat. That's that's the 30% wheat yeah. coming through. So it now. makes a, it makes an awesome balance with you still get that sweet front end and the bitter just balances it. I would say this tastes more like a space side than an Isla, though. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think it because the Isla is real heavy, but the, yeah, it, yeah. it's got it, that. It's not as heavy peat smoke, but like not the space side, yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it still reminds me. Now you're like, you had the water, it does remind me. So, so how I wish many, I had ice now. I wish we had brought ice because he said try with ice. Now I kind of want to try it with well, ice. Sure we're going to try with ice. Got to get some of that fat head ice in there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this, this does seem like a very good cigar, uh, whiskey with a cigar. Right? Guys, yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. That that is something you know. I never, as hockey players, you know, guys are you know some guys are into chewing tobacco a lot. I never was. Just occasionally here and there, for, just only for the boys. Hashtag FTV. You know, only for the boys. But um, <laughs> seriously, guys, I I absolutely love that earthy, raisiny, you know, dry tobacco sweetness that you get out of this product. It almost we almost have it subtly. And, and, and consistently, subtly throughout all of our rides. And I somehow managed to get it in this bourbon with dad's influence on barrels. I'm, I'm, you said raisins, and now JC's just going back at it because <laughs> he's like, it? I'm getting that's one of the things he Is thought he was missing. For, for our small batch, it really has similar character when it comes to that tobacco presence that is so forward in our 94 proof rye. I mean, our, our 90, that's the, that's the silver and black label. That one to me just screams brown sugar and sweet tobacco body. And we use similar barrels that's why I was hidden. for, for the rye as we did our, our, our bourbon here. So that's kind of dad's okay. research and development with the Coopers on, on how we're going to develop this blend. That's clever. I mean, this is look what I- at him, man. He's the mad scientist. Like, <laughs> 
But he's I'll, a I'll Hall of Famer for a reason. He's he's just he's freaking awesome he just, at everything he does. And he just gave you the 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 dad eyebrow raise. By the way, <laughs> my dad does the same thing when I start saying so. He's just like, "All right, guy, come on." <laughs> I totally get it. I, I'm glad you guys are catching all of his uh, his his little uh, niches there because he's he, uh, he's Derek Zoolander and I'm Hansel. That's But I mean, the best part about your all stuff is the passion and the attention to detail you have. I mean, like you were telling stories about the actual logo that's on the top from the Sioux and everybody that's a part of it and the family ties and everything from, you know, if I remember correctly, it was the same photo of the little girl that was in the Stanley Cup designed the logo for you. Yeah, she designed um, the eagle. Yeah, yeah, and it and it's coming through this exact same way when talking about the cooperages and the barrels you're picking, it, um, just controlling every aspect of that. It's funny that you it. talk about the cooperages because I just started like reading up on that because one of our friends that we met recently yeah. did a little mini video about barrels and the different oaks and all the stuff that it matters. And I was like, okay. So I started reading up about it, and I didn't realize I always knew that barrels always have a big part because you know the. There has to be this, has to be that. But then you start getting into like the different, like how old the tree is and it's tighter woe. And it's, I was like, okay. So now I start like, I've been reading a little bit more about that. And then you talk about you've been diving into it so you can find something different. It makes all the more sense now. Like, cause you really can get a different flavor just from what, from what barrel you use. Yeah. Very Absolutely. much so. Even though it's all oak, but how, yeah. how many barrels did you guys have in this, in this batch? Yeah. Uh, this, this small batch was right around 90. Two barrels, okay. I believe. Uh, 95. 95 barrels, somewhere right around there. And, um, you know, you start talking about, about the wood, and, you know, it, it takes 80 years for a white oak to be mature enough to harvest to, to start making barrels. And, um, you know, where the, the white oak grows make a huge difference. So the further north you go, the tighter those growth rings are. The tighter those growth rings are, the more of those vanillas you're going to get, and right. caramels you're going to get, and and also, you know, which part of the country it grows in, how much minerals are in the ground, where those white oaks are growing makes a huge difference. So Missouri has some, a lot of minerals in their ground there. They grow awesome white oak there, as you as you know. So all that stuff comes into play with the um, you know the flavors that you're going to get in your bourbon and the age of the trees that they harvest. So we always try to specify where we want our oak to come from when they make our barrels. Uh, we've been lucky the cooperages that we work with, they allows, allow us to do that. So we're really thankful. Um, you know, someday I would love, um, you know, at some point further down the road is to buy some property in northern Minnesota, Missouri, North Dakota, maybe even possibly, and, uh, you know, start planting white oaks. You know, so, um, my worry eventually some, at some point, you know, we, we could run out of white oak. Uh, it happened when we first started getting into this business. There was a shortage of white oak and you couldn't find any barrels for, um, this would be about, I think six years ago, maybe mm. seven years ago. We, we've mm, been at this for about eight years. Uh, <clears throat> but think about it 80 years for a tree to be become mature enough to harvest to make barrels. Um, and that's and, what know, I more and more, you know, more and more uh, businesses, uh, more and more distilleries, more and more cooperages popping up. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know the exact 
amount of barrels that Jack Daniels makes a year or, or Jim Beam, but I'm sure it's a lot of barrels. Oh yeah. Jim Beam's in the millions. Yeah. I just love the dedication you have that you're like 80 years for it to mature. I'm going to buy a bunch of land, plant some trees, and we're still going to be going. I'm like, there's a little low, low key brag. I'm there. sitting over here going, making sure the grandkids still have some barrels. <laughs> Those are great grandkids. Yeah, we're all, yeah, we're all gone. None yeah. of us are making 80 more years, guys. Yeah. Just letting you know that. Like, I hate to bust everyone's bubble. Dane's a baby. He might. There's a shot. But the rest of us are just going to be dust. I got eight. Oh, oh, dust of the wind. What a jam. Gosh. I'm just waiting for your cat to come back and kick your ass. Okay, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's, nope. he's pissed right now because he's, he's, it's feeding time. And, and I'm like, hold on, buddy. Like, just chill out and. He's fighting with his sister. I got two cats, Lilo and Stitch. They're, they were, <laughs> yeah, I, I love, I love that move, that cartoon movie. And, and he literally has the personality of Stitch. He, he's just a wild man and, and, and he rips around the house like it's a racetrack and, and he's, he's very expressive. He's a, he's, he's a little hurricane for sure. <laughs> reminds me of my, a kid. little bit of the attitude. Reminds me of my kid when I tell him, no, just. No. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he'll slap me. Like he, he smacks me. No claws. He just, he's like, Hey dude, like what's up? And he usually tells me he wants to go outside. I actually have a, a red American Oak in, in my courtyard planted in 1959. Wow. And he climbs the damn thing. Like he's a freaking miniature Panther. So <laughs> if he doesn't get his outside play time, you know, or enough, and he doesn't get his food on time. He's like, "Hey, bro, what the hell, man? I'm right here." Like, I thought you loved me. <laughs> Grumpy. So you should know yeah. that. You're, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Meanwhile, your dad's sitting here going, "Like, this is why I don't have cats." Yeah, he's got three dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we we had cats too. Eventually, you know, Spot and Schmoo, Little Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that so, was hilarious. Good so times. Give us, that was in Toronto. Yeah, good times. Give us a little bit of uh, of, uh, of what you can share of what, what's kind of next for the brand, right? Like, what do you guys got coming down the pike? What's some fun stuff you're look, you're 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 working on, and uh, you know what we can expect in the next year from you guys? We're working yeah, on uh, yeah, we're working on a, a small batch rye right now, and um, that'll be fun. Yes. Um, we're not sure exactly when it's going to come out, but it'll be coming out here within the next probably six months. Um, we've been working on some uh, single barrel rye, uh, special barrels that have uh, proved uh, pretty unique. Uh, so that's been fun. And um, we're hoping to bring a single barrel cast strength to Canada for um, our first, uh, you know, introduction to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it represents um, one of the 12 barrels that Dane made himself. Awesome. Uh, so we, out of those original 12 barrels, we held two barrels back. And now they're right around four years and a little bit. Um, and Dane and I had a chance to go to Colorado here a couple months back and taste them. Uh, they turned four in April. So we were just there right after that. And um, there's uh one barrel in particular, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I plan on keeping that barrel for a, 
a 10 years is what, what our hope is to do a 10 okay. year anniversary. Wow. Nice. But this particular uh, single barrel cast strength, uh, I think it was around right, right around 120.2 proof. Um, it was amazing. It's, it's, uh, Dane made it himself and, and it, you know, the 10 barrels we dumped made the, the special edition, limited edition, sorry, with the, uh, the cup on top. Mm-hmm. So I think there'll probably be somewhere around 200 bottles total. It's going to come in a really special wooden box. Uh, it'll come with a, a QR code that'll probably have a video attached to it. Uh, a nice little booklet with about, uh, you know, our family, the, the particular product and, um, a little bit about my hockey career and, um, looking forward to sending that to Canada. That'd be really cool. That'd be a nice box. The creativity is just, I love it. Yeah. Cause you don't see this with anything else for the most part. I never thought about putting a QR code. That'd be so awesome. Put a QR that was code Dane's idea. He, <laughs> you know, he was uh, coaching us on, you know, I'm not up on all the technology and, and all that stuff, but Dane knows a lot about it. And he, he coached us about the QR codes and, and has wanted uh, some involvement with the QR code right from the beginning. So we've been trying to find a way to do it. And um, so we found a company who can, uh, it looks like they can put the QR code in the shape of the Eagle uh, in, in this packaging. And if that's great, <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It's, I'm excited to see what we can get out of it. I, I just feel, you know, I'm not a tech guy like dad saying, you know, we're not very tech guys, but you know, I'm all about having a bigger party. And if I can connect to everybody across the world with a damn QR code and everybody knows that we got great booze and we're all fun here and everybody's want to have a good time all the time. Well, why wouldn't we do that? You know, like <laughs> sign me up. Just <laughs> letting you know, when you hear a knock on your door in the next three days, it's probably JC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on down, dude. Let's I, I don't I don't know if you noticed it when you were talking about your releases. JC went from sitting like this to just like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the dates. I'm like, all right, so we have a we have another podcast because we all in six months. And we have a trip <laughs> scheduled sometime in November with you all. Okay. Yeah. Thank like you guys. I mean, we when we get the distillery rocking and rolling, I mean, you guys, it's going to be a party. You got to come down. Like, everybody's sure so will. supportive of us. And, you know, anything we can do to, to, to make sure that everyone's comfortable. And if that means sending bottles and, and uh, getting a good jam going on at the distillery when we're ready to, to break ground. I know I'm speaking a little bit for dad, but dad's a very <laughs> festive individual. He... Uh, you know, he likes to have a good time all the time and bring his old teammates around. And I mean, that was the whole concept of the distillery. Right. You know, ha- have it be an epicenter where all of the people that we met throughout our lives and our hockey career, you know, could could come back almost like a locker room mentality. So it really is. It's it's our new locker room. Now you just have to have a room called the locker room with at the distillery. There you go. That, that might be the speakeasy tucked yeah. away in the basement somewhere, oh eh, Dad? Gosh. And JC's yeah. just like, and this is just getting better. <laughs> End up in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was actually, you should just do like a wall of memorabilia that you could just push back and it goes into the <laughs> locker room with tables and all that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> you know, um, I started my career with the, with the Chicago Blackhawks and, uh, started arguably in probably one of the best arenas to play in the Chicago stadium. 
and it was built, I believe, somewhere in the 1920s. Um, just a beautiful building, and we're trying to design our distillery after that. Oh, that's awesome! And nice. um, there was a a famous gate. It was gate three and a half. That's the door. All the stars went through to to enter the Chicago Stadium to perform it. And uh, we're gonna have gate three and a half, you know, as our entrance going into the distillery. So it'll bring back, awesome. back great memories for for everybody who comes to visit us, whoever had a chance to visit Chicago Stadium back in the day. That see, there's just so much detail and stuff like yeah. that. Like this, the side that people who aren't. It's the side that people that aren't doing this like you guys are don't see, you know, and it's the cool thing that we like that that's exciting for us to bring to people because there's so much more to just, you know, making something, putting it in a barrel, letting it sit there, and then we charge you money for it. Like there's a lot that goes on between then that a lot of people don't understand the planning, the detail, the science. You are building the, your history right now. Like, so that's just like you, you're, you're building the story 50, behind your no, whiskey. Look, 50, so 10, 15 years down the road, the story on the back of the bottle will actually be true compared to some people. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, thank like, you guys. Thank you. I mean, yeah. like, like I told you earlier, last time, the first hockey jersey I ever owned was yours. My brother bought me. But it's fun, like now, like I've seen your bottle, obviously, you know, followed your stuff and seeing the bottle there and then actually getting to talk to you and hearing the whole story and passion, it just, I mean, made me love it even more. And like we said, I think we said last time, it tastes better once you actually get more of of appreciation to what goes behind it. And And then, then, yeah, that was important to, to us, Dane and Reagan, when we first started doing this. You know, you're right. We we could have went out and, you know, sourced some whiskey and, and put our name on it like a lot of other celebrities are doing nowadays and, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. But, you know, we started this eight years ago and, you know, we really wanted to to create a legacy for our, our family. Uh, you know, we learned along the way that my grandparents were, were uh, moonshiners. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what they were making, but um, you know, it was amazing to hear that story from my mom and dad, and they still have a little sample of the juice uh, that they had made way back when. Oh, wow. Um, we're kind of afraid to open it, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would be. <laughs> Don't but, light uh, a match in the house for like three days. <laughs> that but, could be uh, the one that blinds you. <laughs> you know, we want to we want to build something that's really special that, uh, you know, uh, my 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 kids and their kids grandkids and and great grandkids you know this can go on for hundreds of years hopefully and you know that's why we put all this detail into it yeah and and you guys are doing a really good job and you can really tell that there's an attention to detail there and well on your way we're we're definitely excited (laughs) to kind of hopefully share in this journey with you guys and and you know whenever you guys are having big moments and stuff to to be able to share that with you because you know we're growing you're growing and you know who knows maybe one day when you guys are up and running and super famous, we can come down and do a barrel pick. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. man, for sure. If, for sure. if nothing else, we'll just <laughs> drink from the barrel with a yeah. tap with Dane and play some music in the background. And we'll just <laughs> exactly. get weird. It's fine. There's definitely going to be a music uh, aspect to our distillery. Uh, you know, Dane has always said, you know, through music, you know, we can connect generations and mm-hmm. just have a, like, like Dane always says, have a jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, have a jam. Exactly, <laughs> Dad. That's Big great. old Zoolander. 
<laughs> All right, so this will be released by then, but everyone will know if you're right or wrong. So since tonight is game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, who wins? Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah, you know, I, this is a tough one because, uh, you know, growing up in Canada, you know, as as a, a young Canadian boy, uh, back this, I was born in 65. So back then there was only six teams, the original six. Mm-hmm. My favorite team was the Blackhawks back then. My mom's favorite team was the Maple Leafs, and my dad's was the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, for those of you who who don't know this, the Montreal Canadiens, I think, have 22 Stanley Cups under their belt. Yep, it's it's amazing. I mean, how many you know Stanley Cups they won over the years, and and you know, growing up in Canada, you know, you you either loved the Montreal Canadiens or you hated them. And my mom didn't like them. I didn't like them. The Blackhawks, you know, one of my favorite team, you know, Tony Esposito, Stan Makita, Bobby Mm -hmm. Hall. And um, so it was hard to ever cheer for the Montreal (laughs) Canadiens and playing, you know, I I was fortunate enough to to play for the Blackhawks. And then I signed with the Maple Leafs, making my mom's day, you know, signing with the Maple Leafs and playing for them for four years. That rivalry between the Maple Leafs and and the Canadians was just unbelievable. So it was it was so much fun playing against them. And now uh, Dad just told me the other day that Mom is actually cheering for the Canadians. <laughs> you know, having a Canadian team in the finals, you know, it's been a long time since the Canadian team's been there. So um, you know, she Dad says, you know, can you believe that Mom's actually going to cheer for the Montreal Canadians? <laughs> and we had a good chuckle over that. Funny. So. It would be, you know, pretty awesome to see the Canadians win, and and for us bring our our single barrel uh, cast strength uh, rye whiskey to Canada. I mean, how how much timing would would be there? It's going to be a a white label with some red in it, uh, with with the chalice on top again. Mm-hmm. I mean, how fitting would that be? So I'm I'm leaning towards Montreal. How about it- that? It, right. it it could be you could be the good luck charm. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Carey Price, uh, you know, he's arguably the best goalie in the game right now. He's on his game. He's playing awesome. And when you get uh, a hot goalie, you know, in the finals, you know that that means a lot. So both oh, goalies uh, are playing great, but arguably, I, I believe Carey's been playing a little bit better. You, you could probably arguably say the two best goalies in the league are going against each other right now. Yeah, and exactly. It's, Either team could win one nothing on any night. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fun to watch. You know, for us being goalies, you know, Dane and I are always like critiquing the goalie, and and, you know, oh, he's a little bit off tonight. You can tell, like us as goalies, you can tell when they're off just a little bit, or you can tell when they're right on and they're just in the zone and in the groove. And Kerry's been in the zone for sure lately. What about you, Dane? Well said, Dad. I'm a, you know, guys, I'm. I mean, they knocked out my Leafs in the first round. I'm so damn pissed about that. <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't know if I can jump ship here. I mean, it's tough. You know, I, I'm a. I'm a dual citizen, so I, I'm very proud to have two of some of the best countries on my shoulders. Um, having lived back and forth my whole life uh, between USA and Canada, um, Tampa's got Maple Leaf Cup. Colors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, 
see, uh, see, maybe let's ride dilemma. the lightning because I love white lightning. There you and go. That's what we make before we put it in the barrel. And Dad and I are always competing on some small way, shape, or form. So, all right, Zoolander, I'll take you on. I'll go for the lightning, baby. There you go. There okay, you go. What, what are we going to bet, though? We got to bet something. Oh, yeah. A barrel. Man, I'm not a gambler. I just play music. All right. You can well, bet a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, we'll that's bet a friendly first, wager. We'll bet the first bottle. I know. Wait, the, no, actually, this is going to be fun because I don't gamble, then I know I'm going to win. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's how that logic works, but go go with it. I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. how many how many barrels do you want to make the next small batch out of? And if that's the case, then you choose how it tastes in the end. Because the last one we did, that was Reagan and I, my sister, I, I didn't even tell you guys this. My sister and I, we did the blend on our special edition right here. Oh, and well, the one kind of, yeah. And we kind of, not dad was, of course, he's always a part of it because he picked the barrels, you know, to, to give us that matured flavor profile. But, you know, Reagan, my sister, she, she was freaking awesome guys blending this stuff together with me. It was so cool. We spent four months in the distillery together, just hammering stuff out, getting reorganized. And, you know, her and I really kind of went through the ringer on this one. And I'm really, really curious because I'd like to see what dad and Reagan do and, and see if their blend together with or without me may be uniquely different. Like that, that's, that's how different our flavor profiles and palettes are. So it'd be cool to see, you know, really, it'd be really, really cool to see maybe a, a even smaller, smaller batch like the special edition that dad and Reagan do next, you know, or something like that. So if not, maybe I'll do the next one again. And then you got to wait another year. dude. It sounds like Reagan is the good luck charm here. So maybe we should bet on Reagan. Whoever is oh, winner gets Whoever Reagan. Wins the Stanley gets Cup the here one. gets to do it with Reagan. Oh my God! All right, that's pretty damn fair. I like it. There you go. And your dad said, hey. "Like I chose the barrel and made the kids. I still made the pick. I win." <laughs> it's still on me. Roundabouty, I still win. Um, I'm sending my adoption papers. Anyway, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming on. This has been really fun. Uh, we're really excited to see what you guys do in the future. And uh, I'm sure one day our paths will actually cross in person. We can have a have a cigar and a drink and and talk, and uh, and it'll probably be you know at a nice distillery in Texas. And we're we're excited for that and uh, for everything that you guys are doing. So cheers! You Thank bet, you guys. so much cheers. for coming on. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sure. Honor. Appreciate y'all. And remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. As always, the bourbons highlighted on this podcast will feature in the show notes. Tune in next time for another episode of. Bourbon with Friends.